Hello and welcome to Channel F, Fan Bites podcast that's all about video games. I'm Merritt Kay and with me as always are three very special people, uh, my co-hosts, my co-pilots, you might say, on this, the Starship Channel F. Um, <laughs> and I of course make that reference because uh, I just found out that it's Star Wars Day. Did you guys oh. know about this? It's a real holiday. It's yeah, a real holiday. We got the day off. We're, we're, we're getting paid overtime for this one. Um, Star Wars yeah. was a documentary also, yeah. It was um, real. And there's a whole day for it. So, yeah, there's a whole day. I thought kind of as like a fun little intro this week, we could all sort of talk about our favorite Star Wars characters. Yeah, um, sure, yeah. So, um, of uh, how about uh, Danielle Riendo, fan by editor-in-chief? Do you want to go first? Yeah, my favorite Star Wars character is Mobs Led. Um, okay, now what is, is sort of the, that character's deal? Yeah, she's a Falling. Uh, okay. A falling uh, humanoid reptile kind of thing, like a little bit Cardassian, to be so honest. That's kind but, of like you know. a like a Prince Shuzor figure. Yeah, sort of, yeah, right? exactly, exactly like that. Um, now, what's their led, deal? What they did was they actually led the mobs um, to oh. victory over the hut in, the on the planet Hutbutt, and it was um, like a really kind of really an odd choice. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, you know how well, Star I guess, Wars You know what, is. the victors write the history books, so sure. um, the first thing that the Fallen are going to do when they defeat the Hutt is rename their planet to humiliate them. That's right? exactly what it is. That's, that's like, very much a pit a that's part Sun of Zoo. culture. That's the art of war. You know? I thought that maybe is, that, that's explicitly in the art of war, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe that butt meant something different in Huttese. Oh, I mean... Yeah, the language mm. that all Huts speak, of course. Um, yeah. The Fallen had that fun thing, too, where... Um, they make um, Princess Leia horny or something, maybe? That was a thing what, that Shizor did. One more again? Hey? Prince, yeah. Prince Shizor, one of the things that he did, he was the antagonist of Shadows of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about how he can make a stink come out <laughs> that <laughs> made the ladies <laughs> horny for him. <laughs> so stink... You know, yeah, like so on Reddit... They wait, named wait, wait, it you, Hut Butt, and then they know, made like, the stink come out that makes ladies horny. You know, like on Reddit or like 4chan, when people are like, oh, if you spray your piss all over yourself, it makes ladies horny? It makes, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it does. It's like that, but like real. Yeah, yeah real except shit. it was yeah. real. Of it was the real in Star yeah. Wars, in the documentary Star Wars. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite character in the uh, the Star Wars universe is probably Flemlaw Huprith. Oh, yeah. good, um, yeah, Flemlaw. Yeah, and I know Steven... Has a lot of stories about this guy because he's in a lot of those the Star Wars comics. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like the Kieran, our friend Kieran Gill, in front of the show, wrote that Darth Vader uh, series for a while, and then wrote the spinoff of uh, Doctor. Uh, what's her name? Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. I think is the name of it. That was it. Yeah, that, that was um, the, yeah. It that, was that really was tough it. to sing along to a silent comic book, yeah. kind of a silent medium. There, you know, but right? Did right. It. Kind of a mismatch, but if anyone could do it. It would be Kieran. Um, but yeah, Pwemlal Hupperinth is in there, and um, <laughs> he's an Ithorian, and you may remember Ithorians from the uh, the Cantina scene in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It's like a big hammerhead man. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And they have four throats and two mouths, so they can speak in stereo, which I think is really cool. <laughs> That's okay. Incredible. Now, does that mean that, that we don't Why speak in stereo? Why would they have that? Well, no, by definition, we're, it's only coming out of it's one hole. It's only coming out of one hole, yeah. 
damn. Why would they, they must be great that? singers, right? Yes, yeah, just for the singing. I guess. Yeah. They, but there's are there and is there any jizz that has they, words in it? They could harmonize with themselves. Well, that's that was a real challenging that was a good question there. Question. <laughs> I, I'm getting a really horrible kind of uh alphabet soup image here, so I'm gonna move on. Uh Nikki, who's your favorite character in uh, the Star Wars documentary universe? Uh, my favorite is Yish's, uh, and their whole thing is that um, they're like Ashoka. Ashoka, Ashoka oh, Ashoka you Tano. Know. Oh, Ashoka, cool. Yeah, I've, except, heard, I've heard of her. Ex- yeah, except instead um, she's kind of like the anti of, of her. Oh. So she yeah. just kind of like lives her life, and then every decision uh, she just makes the opposite one. So she's um, oh, she's pretty cool. Just kind of like really contrarian, and a lot of people love her for that. So it's like it's like an us situation. Like, what if us happened in mm. Star Wars? Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's almost exactly. I like love that. that. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. And um, uh, lastly, uh, Stephen Strong, managing editor, um, at fanby dot com. What's who's your favorite Star Wars character? Oh, you know I love Lahayim Lamb. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> La- sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Is there a canonically Jewish character in Star Wars? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those situations where like, you know, the elves are supposed to be like space, oh, you sure, know, whatever, yeah, whatever, sure. fantasy, yeah. whatever, whatever. The, um, the Trade Federation is supposed to be just like a really racist character. Yeah. 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 yeah of course. Of course. And Lahayam Lam is a member of the Pau'ans, which are, of course, also known as the Utapauns, uh, tall humanoid species with gray grooved skin, sharp teeth, dark sunken eyes, and a hypersensitive what? hearing. That sounds mm. like a goblin to me, and to me that sounds like they have um that that this character is sort of like a sneaky uh Harry Potter style and anti Semitism that someone snuck mm. into oh, Star sure. into the well, documentary Star Wars. They're too tall for that though, for, for goblin. That's true, that's uh, true. That's goblin, true. you gotta be short. Hey, that goblinization day never happened, huh? Huh. Well, maybe not for you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been following the news lately. It could have just happened in like one specific part of the world. Right. Yeah. Like there could be like 12 people out there who got goblinized and <laughs> have just like hidden it in shame from their families. Because that's yeah, true. Or like they just might not have the internet. Oh, That's see? also true. Yeah. What if it just happened to like some sheep farmer in Wales or something? And he's like, oh, yeah. well, I guess I'm a goblin now. Yeah, I only see one person every six. I only I don't have a Welsh accent, do I? <laughs> no, no one does. No, that was that was it. <laughs> that was close. That was good. I I only see. I only no, see one other correct. person. Uh, no, in the, well, no. How did the sheep react? Now I need to know this. I need to know how the sheep, the sheep don't reacted. Know. The sheep are fine. She don't know. They're like, oh, that you think the sheep wouldn't know if you got no, goblinified? The sheep, no, the sheep. Sheep, sheep are really dumb. Smell. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you smell different? No. That is a good question. That's I think you would smell, smell different. different. I think you no. D- wow. Re- oh my god. Do goblin? I think probably a goblin would have kind of a different general scent profile than a human. Yeah. I mean, if you juiced you one and made it, if you did the whole like you know from perfume mm. the book and movie perfume, like if you turned goblins into perfume instead of people, I think it would probably have a different effect. Instead of making everyone just have a big orgy, it would make everyone like fight, right? Suppose, it would be fighting yeah. juice. Yeah, fighting I don't know. Goblins juice. love to fight. Goblins are really horny, right? Are they? I don't. They don't are talk they? about that very much in in Harry the lore or Harry Potter. Yeah, they, there's they not not a lot of like Harry. Yeah, not a lot about the sex lives of goblins and in Harry Potter, which is weird. Not yet. That's because Harry Potter's fans give her some, some sex for it. 
Yeah, give her a couple months and we'll 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 find out. Actually, goblins were fucking constantly. <laughs> Chocolate Actually, frogs are made out down of shit. Under their robes, goblins were just constantly honking off. <laughs> they magicked it to go away so no one had to see what came out of them. Goblins have a third hidden hand that just sprouts right out of their belly button, simply to jerk themselves off. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I can't, I can't. It's like the left hand of darkness, except the third hand is just constantly. Projecting. I just love it. <laughs> Tried to do a Star Wars, but now we're doing a Harry Potter. Well, it's all the same, isn't it? Because every company is going to own them all sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Simpsons is doing a Star Wars crossover now when it's totally toothless because the same company owns both of them. Yep, makes no sense. So uh, let's but move Simpsons on. Simpsons Land is in Universal in Orlando, and so is Harry Potter, also in Orlando. Oh, geez. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes wow. you think. Makes you think. Those all, all get eaten up. Those all get et up by, yeah. uh, by Disney World soon. Mm-hmm. We should so. buy Disney and just, like, shut them down. We should we buy should Disney. We should buy Disney. We should. Hey, let's. We bought a Disney. That's our, the new what movie. Do you, what uh, do you think is the If we bought Animal part? Kingdom, we'd buy a zoo. That's true. That's true. What do you it's think true. is the smallest part of the Disney multinational corporation that we could buy? Drinkwares. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of you know teacups with Beauty and the Beast on them. They do make a lot of teacups. <laughs> and those like novelty cups you get at like Seven Eleven for like yeah. getting a Slurpee when a movie comes out. Um, the Alien franchise. Okay. You I mean, I guess Covenant didn't do that games. well, so... Exactly. Yeah. They've made, like, four of those that have all kind of been oh. flops back to back. Wait, you mean from Fortnite? Yeah. yeah. Yes, the, the alien, alien from, from Fortnite. Fortnite. The alien from Fortnite. Oh, okay. He's in a movie? Yeah. He is. Uh, she, Nikki, come on. Oh. Well, we don't... I don't know. that They're basically ants, right? No, I was just kind of trying to make Nikki feel bad. I wasn't actually oh. trying to. Uh, <laughs> more female aliens. <laughs> Listen, if not, if there aren't at least fifty percent aliens terrorizing the crew of the Nostromo or whatever mm-hmm. colony the fuck aliens was on, that was a girl boss moment. Actually, when the queen was, fought yeah. Ripley, yeah. Um, but then I guess Ripley was kind of a girl boss too, so it was like, no, hard to yeah. say with Ripley if said, get away from there her. or not. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah never don't know, a- don't go near me or my daughter ever again. That's right. what she said. Kind? That's actually like that. That's like pretty old school at this point. I feel like yeah. a modern reboot. If they rebooted the Aliens for the first time ever, uh, yeah. that movie would instead instead end with uh, Ripley and the alien kind of becoming best friends and then working together to dismantle the patriarchy run by Wayland oh, Utani at the time. That's, that's just Metroid. Yeah, like when Samus <laughs> teamed up with um, yeah. uh, Ridley. Yeah, Metroid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, with <laughs> the baby Metroid. To, I mean, with, literally, with Metroid. literally with Metroid. Um, we have to get out of this tailspin and we have to get into staff picks. Oh, tailspin. we're talking about tailspin? <laughs> Back to Disney. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry, that's DuckTales. Um, I don't remember the tailspin theme song. Hey, did you know that there was a tailspin video game for the yes. Sega Genesis? What? Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? Uh, are we in staff picks now? I'm going to say that we are in staff picks now. 
so the music has played. Um, we're we're in it now. Um, I haven't played Tailspin this week. I did watch an LP of it. Um, not the whole really? thing, just just a little bit, because I just was like, hey, did I play a Tailspin Genesis game when I was a kid? I did. Um, I did watch a whole LP of uh, DuckTales Remastered because my favorite LPer did one recently, despite the fact that it came out eight years ago. <laughs> but uh, I didn't play it. Um, but this is a segment where we do talk about the games that we have been playing, not just the ones that we are aware of or kind of have heard about one time or played maybe 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> so what what games have y'all been playing? Um, Danielle? Yeah. You've been playing Pokemon Snap, is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's the like new a Pokemon new day Snap? and a new Star Wars. So I played the new Pokemon Snap. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's very cute. It's very Pokemon. It's very, you know, child-friendly in many ways. It does not teach you good photography skills, as I believe no. Kenneth uh, wrote about. Right? Yeah. Kenneth, I think? Friend of uh, the yeah. site, Kenneth. <laughs> Friend of the site slash writer at the site, Kenneth Shepard. <laughs> wrote about how you you don't learn good photography. You don't learn about the rule of thirds. Uh, what Professor... Oh, I, I forget. Mirror. Mirror. Professor Mirror. Yeah. Oh, my God. Another word with two R's in it in the middle. This, yeah. That's hard for me. It's really tough. They're out to get you, Danielle. Danielle. They really are. Me specifically. You know? Bad photography, yeah. two R's in the middle of a word. It's not easy, but I'm going to power through. Just like I power through... Uh, expedition in pokemon snap new pokemon snap danielle can i ask you a question about new pokemon snap yes you can you will be the first person to explain this to me is this a remake of the first one or is this an entirely new game here's what's really funny i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) oh good it's an it's an entirely new one okay there you Um, go nikki answered so the the cool i don't want to burn pod because we're doing a review pod yeah but i the the wild thing to me about po- new Pokemon Snap is that I think the original Pokemon Snap had like 50 guys in it. And this one right. has like 200 guys in it's a it. a lot of guys. It's all the Pokemon. Every Pokemon. And right? then every single one. Yeah, all yeah. 200 of them. And then uh, there's a bunch. There's day and night for every single uh, location and then you have to each Pokemon has like three or four specific actions that you need to capture so like just by increasing the number of guys in the game the game has become way deeper huh um yeah and it is I don't know it's still Pokemon snap I guess like the, the core mechanics are not any different so I do think that there is a lot of it that's like this is this does feel like a Nintendo sixty four game. <laughs> well, Danielle, you um, love Nintendo sixty four games. So I mean, yeah, that's exactly why I'm having so much fun with yeah. it. I think but I also it, just love like, photography games. Like that, I just dig that as a main mechanic in games. Go ahead, Nikki. Yeah. You were going to say something. Oh no, I was going to say it's just like there's there's it, there, it's so methodical in in the way that like every single action in the game happens you throw the apples sorry the fluff fruit at the pokemon with like there there's no expediency there like if if the apple never got there you would be happy you're just like kind of very slowly lobbing it at the guys um that you're trying to take the jpegs of and it's just like it's just a very chill experience um 
And I can't believe Nintendo released a chill video game on the same day as uh, a difficult shooter again. (laughs) (laughs) They like to do that. I I like that it's chill. I'll be I'll be honest. I really love that it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm playing I'm playing a lot right now uh, of chill games. Actually, I'm also still playing Cozy Grove and still obsessed with it. I already talked about it, so I'm just mentioning that. I am at the point with Cozy Grove where I get excited to wake up in the morning because I can go <laughs> look at my Cozy Grove. Yeah, and here's a fun fact. Did you know that Cozy Grove fans are called Grovers? Now you do. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's a really Isn't good that one. cute? I think that's cute. I think who does, that's who, good. Where does that come from? Who decided I mean, that? it's in the Discord because I'm in the Discord for this game. Oh my so. God, yes. Wow, Danielle. <laughs> build a home. If you all live together, it would be a Grover house. Oh! <laughs> I want, is that anything yet? Yeah. Uh, is no, there already a Grover house? No? That's There's, really good. No. Yeah. It's the first time anyone's ever said that. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a good, fun word to say, though. Mm. Yes. Danielle, you are... Um, this... I can't believe you're in the in a Discord for a video game. I've been in a, dis- I mean, I've been is- in a Discord for Into the Breach for years as well, so... That's the most Zoomer shit of, I think I've ever heard you <laughs> talk about. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I am the exact point of reference between a very old boomer and a zoomer. So, mm. like, that's exactly where I'm at in my sort life. Sort of a zaboomafu. Zaboomafu. Mm. It's my life, you know, just like a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I love how chill this is. You're on like a really slow moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a little Disney ride where you're on a little photo safari. You're in yeah. your slow moving vehicle that goes on on rails, real slow, real gentle, real easy. And you just turn around, and you take pictures and you try to get their attention. You take pictures of them and you're trying to get them doing things. I mean, I also recognize I do this so much in my real life, like try to get my animals to pose for pictures mm-hmm. in cute ways and like have treats. And I have like little sounds and like sound effects that I make at them. So I guess I'm not actually playing this game making sound effects is that then my animals would get excited and I would get cute pictures of them, which is just as good as doing well in the game. But still, I I like it. It's a cute, chill, fun, happy game for in between my, you know, mining for resources in Cozy Grove. What what does like the progression look like in this game? Is it just like here's a bunch of levels or do you need to Kinda. get like certain ratings? Yeah, oh, yeah, you get ratings for all your pictures, and you get more levels, and like Nikki said, there's day and night, and they're actually pretty different, like different little animals, mm-hmm. animals, <laughs> different Pokemon, pocket monsters. Yeah, these, <laughs> these weird rats keep showing up. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah I, I think, I think the, the, I need to play more of it, I've, I've put more time into Returnal over the course of the last couple days than I did. I think Returnal um, demands a little more time. <laughs> yeah, but I think the thing that I am not real, I I wish there was a mode in Pokemon Snap where you just like were able to, they connected all of the, all of mm. the courses. And oh. like you weren't, you weren't like, because it's, it's point to point. It's all A to B. I wish there was, a a of a, a mode that made it actually feel more like a safari mm. with like a like a more open space that allowed you to move forward backward and sideways um 
to take pictures. That's real. Yeah. Because it kind of like, I don't know. When I said it felt like a Nintendo 64 game, the... I feel like the the constraints of that hardware are the reason why a lot of that game is the way it is, which is to say that you're going from point A to point B and there's nothing really past either space. Sure. But now these 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 areas are so well rendered and there's so much that you can see but cannot go to that it's like I know there's more Buffalant over there. And I would like to go just like hang out with them for a while instead of very slowly moving past them and not being able to like watch these animations that are like really like they're great. Like they're they're they are the Pokemon like feel alive in a way that like I don't think I've ever seen them. And they they are interacting with each other in ways that feel organic. And that's really cool. I just wish there was more of that and I didn't feel obligated to like miss it because you are always going to miss it because you can't stop the car. That's like a metaphor for life though, isn't it? Damn. Time just like, keeps on you're always slipping. You're always going to miss something, you know, you yeah. got to just keep going. You're always moving forward. Um, it's, it's interesting to hear you say that though. And Merritt, you can probably talk to this as well. Cause this sounds to me almost like the same thing that a lot of people were kind of upset with, with the, that last like full Pokemon game they put out. Sword and Shield, where it's like they're really bad at doing the like they're good at like making little guys, those little weird rats, mm-hmm. but they're bad at the like fulfilling the promise of like this larger connected world that you yeah. have always known is in the, there in the background, like those wild areas in Sword and Shield. So I don't want to get us super off track. I know it's my first one back in a while and I'm fucking just grabbing the wheel on this one. But <laughs> Merritt, did you play any of the DLC in Sword and Shield? Uh, no, I didn't. So the DLC for Sword and Shield, the Crown Tundra and whatever, Isle of Armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are just wild areas. Right. Like yeah. the whole zone, like you get on the train and you load in and then the whole zone is a wild area. And you're just but, staring at those, uh, those hexen ass trees. Yeah. Those heretic like, it, trees. It, it, <laughs> those are references that Nikki definitely understands. I don't know what hexen is. Um, it's just like, I think the, the vibe of those spaces feels better than the wild area did in the main game. And I think it's because the novelty is not the fact that it is open. Mm. Like it just is open. Mm. So the things that they do with it are kind of taking the fact that it's open as a given, as opposed to in the wild area in sword and shield, you there's still like regular ass Pokemon routes and cities and all of that shit and then in the middle of the map there's this one zone that feels weird relative to the rest of it mm-hmm. um, it's all disconnected DLC, and weird yeah yeah. It, yeah it's like they don't talk to each other at all but in the dlc these spaces are just open but then they feel empty um yeah. because there's not enough stuff it just is like um uh, it's like Mass Effect when you're like in Mass Effect one when you're in the Mako and then mm. there's there, there's literally nothing on the fucking planet. It's just you in the car and some smoke. That's basically <laughs> what it feels like. Feels so like it's like these toy car over a sandbox. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's land and like and mountains and geological features and all of this, but then there's nothing there. Like there's like a, a machop, 
you will walk past like a single one and it'll like spin around for a while and then you walk away from it. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I really think, would love it to like to that, that first way. I really would love a like free roam mode or like dress up like a Pokemon. Like you have to disguise yourself in a bush mm-hmm. and you move the bush a little bit. And like the challenge could be, Oh, you know, the Pokemon, if they see you move, they run away. But like, if you could like stealth, yeah, there's a lot of things that could have. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, right? why, why isn't it just a stealth game? That's that would be fucking I mean, cool, I mean, they're right? Putting, they're putting stealth mechanics in the open world one, the Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's Pokemon true. That yeah, um, they should have tested it out here. Yeah, I, I, I think that's I the. I don't. I have less faith in the Pokemon Company and Game Freak to do interesting things with. Pokemon Legends is that mm. I think what that game is called. No idea. Because they're <laughs> not Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Legends of the Fall. <laughs> um, but I think the reason that I'm I'm concerned about that is because they're not doing anything exciting and interesting with games like Pokemon Snap. Mm. Like they just made another Pokemon Snap, which is fine, but like it's been a million years, <laughs> and like you didn't have any more ideas other than we're just going to put some more guys in it. Mm. Um, but for what it is, it know. sounds like you're enjoying the chill experience. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 But now I really want it to be a stealth game <laughs> or have like that <laughs> mode. I just imagined. Yeah. In my head. So like, I'm not going to lie. Now I want, I am enjoying it, but I'm kind of like, Oh fuck. Why didn't, why didn't you let me be a little weird poke bush that runs around game? Yeah. You know, why not? Um, but also, uh, I know, Nikki, you've already hinted at it a couple of times, so I do actually kind of want to hear you talk about Returnal and also at the same time um, want to put you on blast about Returnal. Yeah, oh, I shit. said some dumb shit to you yesterday. <laughs> it was very funny. Oh, shit. Um, I said the words that the game didn't respect. I still think this is true a little bit, but not in the way that I described it to you yesterday. Yesterday, I said that Returnal doesn't respect my time. Um, because I was under the impression that I would have to run all of it back to back, like in Hades. Right. Like you get um, to the end of zone one and you have to fight Meg and then you get to the end of zone two and you fight the Hydra, yeah. et cetera, and so on. Yeah. But that's not how this game works, but that's because I'm a baby and I didn't, <laughs> I hadn't gotten there yet. It was so then when I, when I said it out loud, Steven was like, word, <laughs> It's been so funny listening to other people talk about Returnal around me or whatever and like the weird misconceptions about it because I know that like the difficulty discourse is poison and bad and like games should just be easy like have easy modes and like people should be able to play games however they want like fuck off with that whole like you cheated not only the game but yourself like nonsense. I do at the same time get a sick sort of joy out of watching everybody else (laughs) crumble uh, around this game that I'm just like I don't know it's just kind of a third person shooter I guess it's I guess it's a little challenging here and there I oh sorry I was just gonna say the the exchange that I had with Nikki while we were like doing a (laughs) test like a like a a tech test the other day was uh John asked Nikki uh do you like Returnal and Nikki said no it doesn't respect my time because every time I get to the end of the first zone I have to refight the same boss ever and then go through it again and I was like nah and then I said Nick, you literally don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the thing you just described doesn't exist. I, yeah. So, 
I feel now that I, uh, it's not that I feel better about it. Um, I do wish the game had a suspend. Yeah. That like, I, I, that's, that's Mm. the part that is the most frustrating to me. Um, well today I beat freaky, freaky, Phil, whatever. (laughs) Frike. I beat, I beat Freaky him Friday. today for the first time. You can see Lohan um, and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> the Ornstein and Smo of Returnal. <laughs> um, oh, I, beat, I beat that big lad today, and then I walked out of the combat arena, and then the game crashed. And I was oh. entirely oh. convinced that I had lost, that I was going to have to run it again, but I didn't. It okay. just kicked me back to the main menu, having beat the guy, but without my stuff. Hmm. Um... But it's like when the game is swimming and when in, when that combat is swimming, it feels really fucking good. You run so fast in that game. Yeah. It is it is unreal. I've never played a third person shooter where the your guy runs that fast. Right. Um it's like also, Doom Eternal-esque. Also, yeah. They also make they make no attempt to explain why she can run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's ostensibly just a regular lady who is an astronaut and then she can run 30 miles an hour also it's just like a thing she can do right in like multiple directions um, her like yeah. torso twists like a fucking <laughs> battle mech like yeah. a mech warrior or something like that while she's like looking over her shoulder to fire a rocket launcher at a guy and her mm-hmm. legs are just moving in a completely different direction yeah it's incredible <laughs> it feels good um, it does but it feels it feels really good uh yeah, I just I just wish there was a way to suspend because you get like an hour into a run and you're like, well, it's 1 a.m. I need to go to sleep. Mm, right. So do I gamble? I mean, this happened to me earlier this week. I was like, well, I'll put the game in rest. I'll put the PlayStation in rest mode. I won't turn it off. Right. Which is a thing then, that the game tells you to do if you want to suspend your game at the yeah. beginning of the game. Yes. And then uh, the next morning. I turned on the Xbox or the PlayStation and uh, Tim Sony was kind enough to notify me that he had closed the game to update it for me. Oh, no. fuck um, oh, no. No. the Xbox happen. does that too. Um, it makes no fucking sense. But I would have been, I would have felt better about it if it didn't tell me that that's what it had done mm. because I wouldn't mm. have remembered that I was in yeah. the middle of a run. <laughs> right. The yeah. fact that it told me reminded me that I was in the middle of a run and then I got mad. Um, oh, fuck. But yeah, I've just been running into, I don't like the using the PlayStation five. Mm. I, I talked about this on Twitter last week, but I think using the PlayStation five is a kind of a miserable experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they should fix it. I yeah. don't know how they fucked up. So bad. It sounds <laughs> like no one. <laughs> all the no one made them change it. <laughs> well, all the stuff I hear in the background about that sort of thing is that the these consoles came in super hot. Like it yeah. was right. Yeah. Yeah. Last minute. So. Wait, it's, you it's didn't just see unreal. that, right, Stephen? Hmm? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. These, these consoles came in super hot. Thank you. Super Thank you. Hot. That's good. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's great um, stuff. Yeah, I just can't get over the fact that like Microsoft went from having the worst dashboard possible to we'll just like they just kept they put their heads down and kept going. Yeah, I and they've mean, been at it for like ten years basically, and like now it's fine. But like I, 
it's just wild to me that Microsoft, instead of making a new dashboard for the new box, they were like, no, nah, we'll just use the old one because it's mostly good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's even less that, I think, with the Xbox. And, like, the Xbox is just, like, it. the Xbox Series X is just an Xbox One just with different guts. Yeah. Like different juice inside, but the but the like actual device itself is, and they want you to think that too. It's like the iPhone mm-hmm. thing; they want it to just be this is the Xbox Series X and the Series right. S, but it's all Xbox, like an iPhone. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right though. The PlayStation user uh, experience, the UX on the PlayStation Five, is still really bad. You still the the fucking box has been out for eight, six months, seven months. September was you. It? September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Eight months. You still can't hold the fucking PlayStation button <laughs> to turn the fucking box off. Wait, really? Yeah. You have to press the PlayStation button and then press up on the stick and then press left what? on the stick to get to the power option in like the little hot bar. Mm, and then you have to no, press no, X no, twice. No, 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 no. no, no. It is, it that's is ridiculous. It, I, I cannot understand it. Well, you can also, I think if you just like double tap the PlayStation button, you can just turn it off that way. But like, it's so counterintuitive because everyone has used a PlayStation 4 forever. And literally the thing that you would do on that console, holding down the button does the opposite of what it did on the last console. Yes. And <laughs> now you need to not hold, but instead tap it. Okay. Now, yeah. Paul, <laughs> Paul has just entered the ring at this Royal Rumble with yeah. an alternate suggestion, which is just unplugged. <laughs> Console. <laughs> console. That's really good. Look, if the power's still on, how do you know it's off? That's true. Yeah. You don't. They could just lie. How hey, do you even know a... those electrons aren't still going through? That was like a weird like shift, huh? When things stopped turning off. Yeah. And we just yeah. all kind of accepted that. And yeah. like I remember like when I first got a Wii, like if I left it on overnight, I felt like it would be like hot in the morning and yeah. so i started unplugging it because i was like i don't want it to download shit or like sometimes you know the light would go on in the middle of the night because it downloaded an update and it would scare the shit out of me oh sure yeah. um even when i got the switch i was like okay so how do i turn this off yeah how do i turn it? oh i hold how up I okay turn so it that off? doesn't so you can't okay the i guess switch like doesn't my... have an off like function no. in the console no and it's like i guess it's like my phone because i never really Wait, turn no, my yeah, phone off either the switch you, does. Don't you have to yeah, hold if down you the hold, If you press and hold the power button, All right, let me the try this menu right now. comes up. It'll ask you if it wants no, 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 to go yeah, to yeah, sleep yeah. or go off. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm there's saying, an off or sleep. Oh, power option. Okay, so yeah. you have to go down to sleep mode, power options, turn off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's buried. It's buried because they don't want you to turn it off. Don't right. ever stop yeah. thinking about Mario. Do you think Mario. they're thinking? Do you think they're like... I think it's thinking, planning? just like the Sega Dreamcast. <gasps> it doesn't. Oh shit. shit! Doesn't even have Street Pass. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point, guys? Come on, nine nine ninety nine. That's what I'm saying, Paul. That's what I'm saying. Uh, if I could take you back to nine nine ninety nine. Yes. Um, oh, fuck or yeah. I was more four. like more like eighty nine or more like seventy nine. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Um, well, I wasn't alive. Well, no, no one was. Um, <laughs> no, no one was. No one was. Uh, I've played a game that may as well have come out back then this week mm-hmm. called Anna Lynn, which is like, I love that Incubus w- song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, the easiest way I can describe it is like Pac-Man. If Pac-Man was like a 2d side scroller. So like Ooh, you okay. play as this little, like, so the, you're, you play as this little, like um spelunker character named Anna Lynn. Mm. 
and uh, you just have like a, a big hat with like the lamp on it and a big ponytail. It's a very like distinctive low lo-fi character design. And your enemies are snakes that look like the Pac-Man ghosts, kind of. Um, ah, their names are, are they Rand- named. They are. Yeah. Their names are Randy, Handy, Candy, and Mike. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. um, fantastic. And um, basically, like instead of Pac-Man being like top down, it's like a side scroller. So basically, all you do is move and jump. Um, and like snakes will always like execute the same basic kinds of maneuvers. Like they'll always move towards you, but then if they go off screen, they can come out of a door in the background, and huh. like they'll always come out of the door that's on your level. So you can like jump up to like confuse them and stuff. I actually find it easier to like understand than Pac-Man because Pac-Man, I'm like never really sure like what the paths the ghosts follow are. Right. But in this, it's like, okay, yeah, I can tell that snake is going to come out here. And then they add things like, oh, there's certain ledges that the snakes will go over, but like aren't ledges to you because they're too narrow. Um, And there's a cute little like interstitial scene type things like old arcade game scenes where it's just like one character's like oh you stole my hat and was like chasing it or whatever oh that's cool um so they and, uh, are they intentionally going for like a arcade yeah cut? yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's basically just like it's like an arcade game okay. um so you can uh continue as much as you want like it's like a live system and then you can but you can continue when you run out and I just did that a lot just to like get through the thing because I just wanted to see the whole game. And it took me like about an hour, but it is the kind of thing where like if you got really into it, you could just keep like, you know, trying to actually like play it well, <laughs> not like, you know, just brute force your way through um, by continuing like a dozen times. But it's really cute. Like it's just like a really well done, well executed little like adaptation of like a Pac-Man or something. And, um, I don't know. I like this kind of thing. It's like, um, yeah. Also, yeah, you get, uh, you collect basically like coins. And then when you collect these big gems, they're like the power pellets. And then you just like fucking kick the snakes in the head and they go flying. (laughs) That's, I don't know. There's something so interesting to me about this because I feel like so many games that come out, I guess I don't know when this game came out, but it came out, um, just like a, I, actually, I think it came out like the end of January. Okay, so like okay. this year. Um, I just happened to find it on Steam the other day, yeah. I feel like there's like a Devolver digital version of this where it's like, and the, it kind of sort of goes for the arcade thing, but it's like, and you kick the shit out of the snakes, and there's actually right. like a there's fucked blood. up. Like, yeah. yeah. Leads, yeah. Um, but like them just going for like an actual, like, okay, what would it actually look like if we created an arcade board in 2021 is kind of like a cool, almost novel concept now. Yeah. It's just like really guileless in like a good way Mm -hmm. uh, of just like, no, there's no like dark twists where it's like, oh, it's actually really fucked up or like, you know, whatever. It's just like a really competently made game that is like. You know, it's harder, I think, to make games like this engaging than it is to make more graphically intense games engaging because those games always have the advantage of, like, being able to just, like, draw you in visually or, like, distract you from, like, what's happening in the background with, like, flashy visuals and stuff. But, like, something like this is, like, the mechanics just have to be good. Otherwise, it just will not hold your attention. Um, Yeah. And um, I think that's really cool. Yeah. and I really also, yeah, admire the boldness of like 
not going for like the haunted arcade like because i feel like that's how a lot of this stuff gets made lately and i get why because it's like a good hook even if it's kind of played out but like to just be like no i just want to make i want to make an arcade game that i could have played in the 80s and uh i'm just gonna do it really well and here it is um and it seems to like resonate with people because like the reviews are pretty good on Steam. And there are a bunch of people who are just like, I've never left a Steam review before, but like this just reminds me of like playing a game in the eighties and it's <laughs> like really like well made and I love it. Um so yeah, it's like an old Namco style arcade game and you should check it out. That's super cute. I like that. This looks so cool. Just looking at screenshots of it, I I really dig this whole general vibe. And I'm happy to hear that the aesthetics don't like get in the way. As, as you're kind of saying here. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, if you like, I can take you back to another game that is not mm-hmm. quite as old, but um, is a return to those sort of things. I played more near Replicant. Mm. Mm. Um, How was that? It was still good. Um, I got past the... So that game does sort of a classic anime time jump, like your Naruto, or even like a the Ocarina of Time does that thing with like, you know, Young Link, Old Link type thing. Um, mm-hmm. The game does that, and I... And that is the part of the game, just like in Nier Automata, when you beat it, you have to replay it. This is kind of where some of that idea starts to get fully formed in the original mm-hmm. Nier. Um, in Nier Automata, the multiple endings are basically not multiple en- endings. They're almost a misnomer. They're basically chapters other than the first two. But in Nier, the game is like, you play through the game up to the time jump, and then <clears throat> you need to play everything starting at the time jump over again five times to get the whole story, is my understanding. Uh, which I have not done yet, to be clear. But I did get to the time jump and uh, have been messing around with that a little bit more. Combat gets a little bit more engaging, which has been uh, nice so far. Um, The side quests that I kind of talked about a little bit last week, um, where I talked about how I kind of enjoyed how much friction there was in like, go here, go, and then go right back to where you started from, and then go back again to where she went Mm -hmm. the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff um, has starting, has been replaced a little bit with things that I do not care for as much uh, that I hear that the community is basically like, yep, this is just the game and there's not really any way around it if you want to see all the side content, Uh, which is like, go to this one very specific labyrinth area, kill these, you know, same 12 robots inside of this factory over and over and over and over again because they have a 1 in 150 drop chance to give you the titanium alloy you need and you need 10 of those to bring back to this one guy for this side quest like super grindy RNG based farming runs basically Um, I think uh, Christine Love was out there tweeting about that a whole lot uh, the other week and um, I've sort of beaten my head against that a little bit now and that part I do not like nearly as much so far Oh, nearly. Not nearly. But yeah, I've started to see a little bit more of the um, story stuff that's at play in there uh, with the time jump, the character getting a little bit older. I've got all the party members, Emil and Kaine uh, are on hey, my team. Steven. Yeah. What the fuck is this game about? I kind of went over it last week, so you weren't here for oh, that. Okay. 
Um, well, I did the same thing, Nikki. So don't no worry. one's quite sure. I did the same exact thing, there's and dragons, I, I felt bad. There's dragons. There's time travel. There's a disease that kills everyone. There's a then, tree. There's always a tree. There's always a lighthouse. So, there's always a man. So it's so it's old. It's like swords and stuff. No, yeah, it's, no. It's there are swords. It's a post-apocalypse world, though. Like the the basic. If if we ignore all of the fiction stuff that I went over like last week, basically it's a post-apocalypse. The game opens with your character basically saying, "Hey, everyone says that the populations are dwindling. The the food is running out. People are getting killed by these weird monsters called shades. A lot of people mm-hmm. are pretty sure that like humanity is going to go extinct." in, in uh, some undisclosed amount of time, like in a hundred years. In the near future. In the yeah. near future. In the near. Um, but it is like 1,500 years in the future, like on Earth. Like it is on Earth, oh. but it's 1,500 years in the mm-hmm. future. Okay. But it's so far in the future that it's become the past. It's the past. Right. Like Star yeah. Wars. People have Just forgotten. Like Star Wars. It, like there's, there's factories and stuff. There's like ro- machines and robots and stuff in certain places, but nobody knows how to work any of it anymore. Like everybody, uh, <laughs> you don't know what a robot is. You are so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of that. And then you get magic and, okay. And the people in this world are like, what the fuck? Why can you use magic? It's like, well, I found a talking book and he's an asshole, but he's my friend and he helps me. He's, he's my, my friend. friend and I love him. And I thank you to mind your own business. So and he, meet, yeah. he needs to make you fish and stuff. No, he actually, there's a running gag. He doesn't want you to fish. And he keeps, every time you do one of the fishing mini games um, to level up your fishing in this game, um, he is always like, why are you sitting around here fucking fishing? We've got more important things to be doing. And then your character will be like, shh, you're going to scare all the fish away. And he's like, oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> and um, there's all kinds of like, that goes on for a while for like, because there's like so many steps to this fishing quest. And they do that same yeah. bit basically every time and eventually gets to the point where like uh, vice that that's the name of the book uh, grimoire vice uh is like silent and the main character is like you know you not talking during all of this is kind of weird it's unsettling i'm so used to you always talking and commenting about everything i just don't understand uh it's like oh does that mean i'm allowed to talk again he's like no fuck off <laughs> you're scared <laughs> <the fuck> away. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's well, that's fun. I like the tone um, still, and I will probably beat it, but I'm starting to wonder if I'm actually going to commit to beating all the side content like I thought I was. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. That's it. That's. I mean, that's I, I played more Returnal. It. I played uh, Monster Hunter with Merit and stuff, and that was yeah. su- still good fun. Is Mon- Monster Hunter 2 came out, right? Monster Hunter 2.0 is what they're calling yeah. the update. Yeah. Yeah, Monster Hunter yeah, Rise yeah. 2. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise 2. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like Monster Hunter Rise 2, the polls, you know what I'm saying? Hey, all right. Emails. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that, um, let's go to the closest things that we have to the polls, which is a segment called Question Time. Yes. Uh, welcome to Question Time. It's a segment where you vote on the hottest trends in gaming. Oh, uh, shit. Damn. Up next. Um, I, I literally can't think of a single thing that's in a video game. So, top, uh, no, turkey. listen. Top 10. Oh. 
Sorry. Go ahead, Nikki. Well, no, we're gonna no, we're gonna do top ten turkeys now. Okay. Name a video game with a turkey in it. Fable three. Streets of Rage two. Castlevania okay. Zelda. Two. Castlevania Zelda. Ah, uh, are the, those are chickens? They no, are they're, chickens. They're, they're, they're cuckoos, so they might be turkeys. Okay, Zelda. Um, I'm sure there are. Oh, um, there's like thanks. Isn't wasn't there like a turkey bowling game? Also, a turkey yeah, is definitely. in every bowling game by definition. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. so that's the rest of them. We got go. Wii Sports. Yep, yeah, there it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so Monster uh, Hunter has a turkey. The muscular chef will prepare you a turkey in one of those cutscenes. That's true. But even puts those little hats on the legs. What are those even for? Why do the legs warm. need hats? Keep the legs warm. warm. Yeah. No, but it's just on the very end. Why do the legs even need those little hats? Well, that keeps that- the soul in. That's the legs. Is like the <laughs> soul escapes through the leg bone. No. But that's just like the weird. I've never seen a real turkey have that. It's only ever been in movies and cartoons. Why do they have little chef's hat on their legs? That's my question. It's and this so is that question they don't time. hurt their feet when they're walking around when they're reanimated they're, and they're undead. Dead. Oh, you mean like when they get up and start doing a yeah, little dance? Yeah, when they get up and do the dances. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad we solved that. Uh, our first question this week comes from uh, Del Focus, who asks. Oh, by the way, if you want to ask a question. Uh, you can go to uh, fanbyte.casa, which will take you to the fanbyte Discord, and uh, go to the uh, podcast questions channel, or you can call us. That's right, we're getting on uh, the, the phone <laughs> trend. We've got a phone number. Finally, uh, if you call, you can call us and leave a message at four two four four two six three seven nine nine. That's four two four gamer zz. So uh, you can do that, and uh, maybe we'll play your question on the show. But uh, yeah, this first question comes from Del Focus, who asks, which game released in the past three years? Uh, I'm going to lighten this up and just say in the past few years, because I don't know when anything happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Which game released in the past few years should have randomizer features like the Link to the Past randomizer? I realize I answered this one and it, it is not in the last three years and it also exists. So. <laughs> well, so basically just not even but paying I, attention to the question. Know, so in, basically in, making a mockery of Phil Focus's question. In my so defense, just basically that means telling it's them great. to fuck off. <laughs> in my defense, it means it's a great idea because there's a whole speedrunner community that's using it. So, uh-huh. so actually, I'm a genius. Oh, that's oh. sort of... I like how you re- you've redefined failure as success. I think that is really the the, imp- the way to succeed is to just redefine it as success, whatever you do. That is the story of my entire life. Uh, my my answer was Metroid Prime, and they it already exists. So come back really? to me because I'll think of another answer. Yeah, it's a really wow. cool thing. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I didn't have a good answer to this, so thank you, Merritt, for opening this up to games that uh, didn't come out in the last three years, and then I finally thought of a game that does that did come out in the last three years. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, maybe just conceptually, maybe maybe it wouldn't work in the, in the actual game itself. But like the idea of like a Disco Elysium, where the <gasps> like culprit, the final murderer that you were looking for, is random, and it's like one of the NPCs that you meet throughout the city, and you ha- you work through uh... the game the same way. Mm. That'd be very cool. That would be so cool. like a clue video game. Yeah, like a clue video game. Like a clue like a hyper dense and like interesting world. Like clue, clue video game. but everyone is like 
a drug addict or a mm-hmm. super communist or so like an adaptation of like the clue movie as a game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Clue the movie, movie the game we should do clue the movie for you love to see it we should we should i'd watch that again wait 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 clue love to see it clue hey um do i have one um i mean i would say hades but i feel like it already kind of is yeah yeah as a that was that was the one that came to mind <laughs> roguelike like 30 roguelikes immediately came it to is, mind when i was trying it to is this yeah and i was like i guess it already is kind of a randomizer um by existing um i don't know i'm trying to think of like it's funny because i don't play a lot of games that are just like here is a set thing that you do anymore i mostly either play short roguelikes or like live games um which both don't really lend themselves to this i think a control prey moon crash yes yeah 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 yeah. that would be great that's good Damn. Paul says Hitman, which also that could work. Yeah. Paul's well. also right. Yeah, like a Hitman. Paul's also correct. Oh, yeah, like a Hitman where the target is random and the clues are like procedurally generated to direct you to the proper target. You don't know who you're going to. They've probably done a level like yeah. that. You're you're just you're describing the multiplayer for Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, bring back yeah. that competitive <laughs> multiplayer from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That, so, that shit yeah. fucking The answer owned. is uh make Assassin's Creed multiplayer again. <laughs> yes, that honestly, yes. It. Oh, that was so good. I bet I, you know what? I bet we're not far off from someone releasing a a kind of like version of that with the serial numbers filed mm. off because mm. unless they've patented it somehow. Because I feel like I saw recently on Steam a game that is basically it just looks like the um, the spy versus mercenaries multiplayer oh, from yeah. uh, from Splinter Cell 2 called, like, which was also really cool but like no one played it because right. it was so restrictive but yeah what yeah. is that game called Infiltration is that is that what that's I called I think so yeah um I rem- I think that game's been in development for like decades It has Yeah no it's it's called something like that um but uh yeah I feel like that is you know the solution to all the stuff of like dead multiplayer modes in AAA games just like Someone bring them back as like a lower fi independently yeah. made version. The the problem I always have with that is that it is so difficult for those kinds of games to get the critical mass of audience that you need to support a multiplayer yeah. community. That's true, that's true. But I think uh, that, I think in this very narrow situation, if you were going to do a like if you were gonna lift the Assassin's Creed thing. Some of them could just be bots. Yeah. Oh, it's called Intruder. Intruder. Um, okay. And apparently, well, so it, it's in early access. It like came out two years ago, but um, it's been in early access for forever. Mm. I've just been Steam has started showing it to me. I think. Yeah, my I had a friend um, back when I worked at Red Bull Esports who was desperate to get me to buy that game and download it and play <laughs> with him. Um, back when it was like you know early, early, early alpha. Hmm. I kind of love when that happens, though, uh, when you have a friend who's real into something and they're getting you into it. Yeah, I don't know. that's kind of fun. There's something really fun about that. I mean, he also then went on to make me buy uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist, which I think is the last Splinter Cell game that came out specifically to play that oh, multiplayer shit. mode when it was oh, on wow. sale. Ah, shit. You really like this that game? Looks fun. We should play this. Yeah, we yeah. could try this. We'd try this out. 
Um, you can you can throw banana peels down and people yeah, slip on them and you die. Can. It's <laughs> that's, that's a good video game. That's the number one spy spy uh, gadget is just the banana peel because also you get like a good um, boost to your blood sugar if you eat it. So yeah. like if you need a little mm. snack in the middle of a infiltration, yeah, good call. Yeah, but you have to make sure that you rub the banana peel on your face to get the nutrients out of it. Oh, that's first, true. It's yeah. really really good for your skin. Um, um, yeah, it's funny because I did just, I am watching this video and it is just like guys shooting each other in slow motion and then someone just slips on a banana. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> For like no reason. Yeah. That's Mario yeah. Kart, baby. Uh, let's do another question. Uh, Clarissa asks, speaking of shooting guys, do you think the Battle what? Royale trend still has legs? <laughs> hmm? Barrett pulls Clarissa? out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was getting to it. I, it's a question about the Battle Royale trend. Do you think the Battle Royale trend still has legs? You know, it's a game all about shooting people. Uh, it feels like the PvP design space or whatever still hasn't moved on since 2017 in a lot of ways. And um, I feel like yeah, this question has actually been on the docket for a couple of weeks now, but Nikki wasn't here. <laughs> so um, yeah. I, because I, I wanted Nikki here because... Uh, of all of us, Nikki plays the most Battle Royale games right now, I think. But for me, I think, I don't know, like I've lost a lot of interest in them, but I recognize that like, I am not most people and that like a lot of people Mm -hmm. still play them. Um, And Apex is, is doing really well right now, except for the cheating problem they have. But um, Fortnite's still chugging along, but these games were really most interesting to me when they were like really new and no one really knew what they were doing in them. Yeah. And PUBG was like incredibly janky to play. Like yeah. you would get in a car and it would just flip over and like launch yeah. you into the side of a building. Um, and you had voice chat and stuff too. And uh, of course, like a lot of that stuff got like sanded down um, and taken out because to make it, you know, a more pleasant experience on average yeah. um, by removing glitches and ways for people to grieve each other. But like without that stuff, it's just not as interesting to me. I don't know. Um, yeah. But Nikki, you, you, clipped through the map in Fortnite yesterday yeah, I did I Counterpoint. did yesterday yeah <laughs> it was it's legitimately the first like major bug I've ever seen in the video game Fortnite I ran in I was in a fight with Katie and we had like hopped out of a building and then um I was got in a car because I didn't have any health so I drove around a building and then another car drove from the other side of the building and they got out and parked the car at the corner of the building and I drove my car into it and it wedged underneath the car into the geometry of the building and then through the floor and then I died immediately um and I was legitimately taken aback because I was like I didn't know you could do that I didn't know you could break Fortnite like this anymore right um but yeah it's they're all really boring now yeah when like e- oh go ahead but Steven. you play a lot of Fortnite. yeah but like even when they add new shit to Fortnite, it's like the stuff that they just added is like oh you put dinosaurs in it cool oh, they're not cool. important enough but like you're like ah oh, this seems like it's a uh, in the trailer you're you're it's like your your squad and then you've got like the they've got like two wolves and then they've got two dinosaurs and they're like all attacking each other but then you get into the game and the there's like f- you see four animals the entire time mm. that you're playing and then they don't fucking do anything when you tame them so it's like why now i've heard from various people um that there's like a 
a narrative around Fortnite that it used to be really like fucking wild and just like you could do just crazy stunts and shit. And then they basically started tuning everything to like a competitive, um, you know, there used structure. to be a sword. Yeah, there used to be a there used to be a sword in the game. You remember Ep- uh, Epic Games's Infinity Blade, the iPhone app? Yes, yes. I do. I love that. Um, game. That was an incredible game. <laughs> so Epic was like, well, what if we just put the sword, the Infinity Blade, in the video game? And what the sword will do is um, kill anybody in one hit, and it'll also let you jump 35 feet in the air <laughs> or horizontally. And then it was really cool and really fucking stupid, and then people got mad, so they took it out. There used to be a hoverboard and an entire mechanic where you did tricks like in Tony Hawk. And they took it out because it made you, it was like the mobility curve was off because people were moving around the map too fast. Uh. So like that team has had a lot of really fun ideas, but like you said, Merit, it's like being tuned for a group of people who I don't, it's not, it's not being tuned. It has the overwatch disease. It's not being tuned for the people who are playing the game. Right. It's being tuned for a very narrow set of people who are very loud. Mm, um, yeah. But I I thought it was cool when there was airplanes in the game and then they took them out. There's no airplanes anymore? No, they took the airplanes out. What? Wow. Yeah. That was only like six months ago when I was playing. Yeah, Damn. they're gone now. Now they've been replaced with you can pick up tires and then you can make any car a monster truck. Well, well, that's all right, I guess. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. But. Uh, do y'all want to hear my hot take? Yeah. This is the hottest take. The genre is stagnating because it's boring to shoot people. Wow. Mm, damn. I mean, like, okay. Yeah, really, actually, it's because that's all you ever do in most of these games, right? Like, there is some traversal stuff. There's obviously building in Fortnite, but what if you use this structure, this like large scale waging, you know, battle across two different teams, but with puzzle mechanics or racing mechanics mm-hmm. or something like R- like RPG, like Tetris like, ninety nine, Pokemon, like Pac Man ninety nine, well, not, not like Tetris ninety nine. I'm still thinking of having the open world. Still thinking of having like a structure with a map and actually okay. like traveling and traversing. Huh. But instead of shooting people, you're doing something else like something how how else could you possibly interact with another person in a 3d space though besides <laughs> besides a shooting a, a physics-based like line at them right i mean the the answer that has been presented to us in reality is fall guys yeah that's yeah. kind of what i'm thinking right. about but yeah. e- even more so like even even more interesting now okay what i actually really want is this but like an immersive sim like there are immersive but, elements to the world and things so like you, that are you describing an mmo no no, no, I'm but describing, Danielle, that I'm is, describing multiplayer moon crash is what I'm describing. But oh. like that, that stuff is okay. in Fortnite already. Some of that. So like, wait, you're describing like a first person survival game where you're like all in like a very like mechanic rich environment. Yes. And or like a twisted metal. Like I, I want to go in mm. other directions with this too. Okay. Like, Cause I got to say there is a lot of weird stuff in Fortnite like that. Yeah, yeah, like no, there fishing, are weird things. There's like 
all kinds of like right gathering. Now, there's like all kinds right of weird now there's a yeah. there's a robot who's in charge of this a, a thing in the middle of the map called the spire. And if you run up to them, uh, they shoot you with a big explosive bow. And then if you kill them, you get the bow, and they also drop a big orb. And you have to take the big orb across the map. You have to put the big orb inside of a receptacle, and then it spits out boots that make you jump really high. That's that's super rad. I just I, I guess I'm describing a game where it's just there's no shooting at all. Like you're doing other guns. shit, basically. Yeah, just take but out I the guess, guns. But I guess, like, no, that's no, Danielle. Danielle, <laughs> I'm gonna get you to play Party Royale. There's no guns in yeah. it. Yeah, you just hang out. You listen to uh, the same ten seconds of <laughs> BTS's Dynamite really over yeah. again. Is this like PlayStation Live or whatever that? Was? No, it's in Fortnite. It's in Fortnite. Yeah. It's a mode where you. Um, yeah, no, it is kind of like that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a different map. PlayStation Home. Races. That's what it was called. Yeah, right? PlayStation Home. home. Bring yeah. back PlayStation yeah. Home. I actually do think like a twisted metal version of this might be cool too, where it's I mean, combat, but it's car combat. Okay. Yeah. Like auto isn't assault. That, wait, isn't that, oh no, that wasn't a, um, uh, that wasn't a battle royale. What was that game that came out for PS5? Oh, destruction all stars. Destruction all stars. Yeah. yeah. That's just like an arena. Forza, game. Danielle, do you know Forza Horizon has a battle royale? Nice. <laughs> wait, how? Is it Forza like Horizon? Forza Horizon 4 has a battle royale. Is it just like the and people does, in the it, bottom, whatever, every like few laps are like eliminated or something? Yes. If Well, oh, if you're oh, outside oh, oh, of, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. follows the same ring mechanic. So if you're outside oh. of the ring, but the ring is moving, obviously. Oh, it's moving right, across the map. Right. Oh, that's cool. And if you're trying to follow the God, ring okay, a little maybe bit. Maybe I need to play also, Forza Horizon. That's cool yeah. as hell. I didn't know but you that. Can I also, have that game, but I, d- I didn't know that. Yeah. You can take cars out. Um, you can upgrade your car. So like you there's like you'll you'll find yourself in these in this like field right and then 150 feet away you'll hear a car and then you'll realize that you're both going to the same like drop point to upgrade your car to make your car faster because as the round progresses the ring moves faster so you need a faster car oh my god and you, everyone starts out in like really shitty old mini coopers and then at the end of by the end everyone's in like hyper cars right i love um, this it's super cool I love this. I didn't know about this. This is very, very, very much what I'm thinking about here. This is cool as hell. Yeah. I don't know how many Thank people are Thank you for this gift. <laughs> um, for me, for um, Battle Royales, um, I think it's just like, in terms of like, if we're talking about legs as a genre, I think one of the things to consider is just like how every genre gets that one big breakout success in this case it was pubg mobile or not mobile just i'm so used to <laughs> uh-huh. saying it um, yeah, it's okay. it was plunk bat and then there was yeah. uh, you know a million other people were like well we've got more resources so let's take that idea and make a better one that's what happened with um world of warcraft it, you know world of warcraft was not the first mmo it was just like blizzard mm-hmm. was like well we have a ton of money in an established universe what if we just took the, all the ideas from everybody else's games and then anytime anybody else tries to make a new game we'll just take all their ideas and put them in our game too which was like what happened at, at warhammer online age of reckoning if you remember that like they were the company that basically came up with the idea of public events, public quests, like you see in destiny. Um, mm. That was the first game. I think that really ever had that and like codified it that way. And then world of Warcraft is like, well, we have that now too. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> wow, blizzard just like cannot stop just like stealing from games workshop, huh? Yeah. That's kind of their whole MMO. MO. It's, that's, that's how, Warcraft oh, Hey, started. Hey, <laughs> 
I mean, no, that's how, not Warcraft, uh, Starcraft. Starcraft, yeah. Starcraft yeah. literally started in production as a Warhammer 40k game, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, there was some disagreement and Blizzard was like, yeah, you know what, we're going to do it anyway. You can't tra- trademark the word Space Marines, so uh, go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> and then they got got. Tyranids? No, 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 no. They're Zerg. Right. Um, and now, um, but like all those things, those three juggernauts that got their money early on are now reinvesting that in their own game over and over again, and they're going to be around forever. And it's kind of, now we're just waiting for the next big thing. What I think is kind of interesting is that we haven't really seen, it feels like it's been a long time since we've seen the next big thing. Cause it was like, there was MMOs, there was, uh, MOBAs. There was like, and the people tried to make it happen with auto chess, but auto chess kind of fizzled yeah, out. That yeah, that seemed like it was going to be the next thing, and then it didn't really. Yeah. Auto babbler. Auto babbler. Yeah. And it, it feels so so strange because it's like nobody has like found that next thing to basically steal from and like concretize into the big three pillar type game. Activision tried to. Like, Activision did this whole huge thing for years where they were like, we need to come up with the next thing to run into the ground now that we've run Tony Hawk into the ground and Guitar <laughs> Hero into the ground and Crash Bandicoot into the ground and all these other things. God. The only thing we have left is Call of Duty, oh god, oh god, oh god. And mm-hmm. they tried to do that. Where they tried a bunch of different ideas and none of them stuck. So they said, what if we take all our money and put it, and all our developers and put them all on Call of Duty Warzone and we brute force ourselves into being one of the big three uh battle royale games out there right now it's just odd and interesting i guess bad in the way that like corporations um what's the word consolidating everything down and turning it into mush um is always bad but it's also just kind of interesting as somebody who's like Mm -hmm. watched these trends follow a very specific trajectory for decades now and Mm -hmm. like now we're just kind of not seeing it happen yeah yeah, yeah, I mean it's weird. Uh, no one knows what the next thing's going to be. No, no um, one is quite sure what video games are, or where they're going, <laughs> um, or where they used to be, or even where they used to be frequently. Because we just throw <laughs> the, all the old ones in the garbage every year, <laughs> and uh, we just th- throw them into that hole with all those copies of ET. That's the no, that's not the Activision model. That's the EA model. They're like, ah, yes. You remember last year's sports game? That game fucking sucks. Here's this year's sports game, and it does all these things that the last year's sports game fucking sucked at. That one was shit. That one was fucking dumb. We know we said it was good, but this is the real one. Right. There's never going to be another one after this. This is it. You know what we say about wall running? No wall running. <laughs> that fucking thing is so weird. Uh, now, I did just, um, you know, a fun thing about Discord is it's sort of integrated with like um, like Steam and like the Epic's epic mm-hmm, game store mm-hmm, and stuff yeah. and so it'll like tell you like you can it'll have it set up you. to be like oh i'm playing a video game on the steam platform or on the epic game store and so i am looking at this call right now and we've got mm-hmm. uh you know we've got all the members in this call and yeah, um yeah, yeah it does yeah. say that nikki is playing fortnite yeah. right now yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. because Catherine is playing Fortnite. oh i see i see i see i thought you were maybe sneaking some in because you just you were talking no, about no, it and no. just like couldn't resist couldn't can you stop sneaking yeah. in a round of hear, the king's game can you not hear katie in the background fucking yelling no Mm-mm. oh wow incredible sound dampening i've got she's yelling yeah, that's so much I'm, oh Josie, wow no! <laughs> 
Wow. Hey, Master Chief um, is here. Oh, hello. She's going to have a heated gaming moment. On <laughs> Then we're going to catch it live on the podcast. Damn. Uh, Cancel my partner. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta well, love it. Uh, you know what else is canceled? This podcast. This? Oh, yay. Um, not the no. whole concept. Barrett, you just, can't joke yeah. about canceling no! podcasts today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Hey, um... Well, it's not. That was just a figure of speech. Yeah, uh, it means the episode is up. <laughs> it was a goof. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a goof. I didn't mean to be insensitive to the uh, the giant bomb uh, family. Uh, no, but seriously though, that is wild. Um, that is wild. It's, it's the end of an era in a lot of ways. Yeah, legitimately, the um, end of an era. very strange. Uh, great dudes, and um, we wish them the best. And I know I say that a lot in a jokey way, but like. No, like legit. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. we will, uh, you know, sure they will all be going on to do other amazing, cool, funny, awesome things. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that scene at the end of Fast, whichever one Paul Walker died in. And yeah. all of us are in the car with Dom. And then Vinny, Alex and Brad are in the other car. And then Wiz Khalifa is there. And then uh, we go in our, go on our separate it's ways. Exactly yeah. like that. Except we weren't working we together beforehand. We never worked there. Uh, yeah. Or it's like they, it's like they all the get car. into separate cars and drive off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? You know, uh, maybe who knows? maybe large ied dot com will okay. start soon. Well, no, that's not going to say anything. IED. That's good. Yeah, that's large ied. Well, we have to large go now. Um, well, so. If you want to hear our other shows, you can go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts or podcastnet.work and uh, you'll find all of them there. Uh, some great ones, including Thanks for the Knowledge, which is a news show by Fanbyte head of media, John Warren, where he talks about all of the uh, the news, the gaming news that you can use. Uh, please only do use it for good, though. Um <laughs> Yeah. Don't uh, use it to short stocks or like, you know, commit crimes or anything like that. John is too uh, powerful already. We can't have more people like him using his knowledge in the same way. Yeah. Just thank him for the knowledge by listening to the show uh, called Thanks for the Knowledge. Um, yeah. Where can people find you all online? Danielle? I am at Danielle R.I. on Twitter. Uh, Steven? You can find me on Twitter at, at Steven Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. Nikki? You can find me on Twitter at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Merit K and Fanbyte is on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. Our producer, Paul, is on Twitter at Paulie Mayo. And uh, is there anything else we need to uh, shout out before we wrap? Uh, just one last reminder that that um, phone number to send in questions is uh, 424-426-3799-424. Oh, no, no. 424-GAMERS is the yeah, other yeah. word. Yeah, 424-GAMERS-ZZ or 424-GAMERS-ZZ if you're British or nasty. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's one in the same, oh, right? one in the same, though, yeah. It's one in the same. Um, yeah, so... Um, Damn! Now I'm just thinking. You want me to? You want me to? Do you want me to play John's voicemail that he left me? Oh yes, please. Yeah, please, please. Okay, so John, before we started recording, um, 
left a voicemail on my phone because he called me for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful he's become. He is no longer. He's yeah. He's broke, calling me. Yeah. He's broken the social contract that says don't ever call people. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And PB. PB doo doo. So PB doo doo. That's it. <laughs> well, um, that's uh, that was Fanbyte head of media John Warren, uh, and thank you for that knowledge, John. Uh, so um, until next week, use the force if you are licensed to um, accept no imitations and stay tuned to Channel F. Mm-hmm.